Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the Hollywood Boulevard podcast, hosted by Jonathan Moody and Donnie Sturgis. Except for tonight. Hello, my name is Alpha Crane, producer of the Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> podcast, and I have been asked by Jonathan mm-hmm. and Donnie to chair on um, Friday the Thirteenth. Which, um, by the way, two of my uncles were born on Friday the Thirteenth, but they're okay. Um, I'm like, yeah. So I'd like to welcome my co-hosts, John and Jonathan and Donnie. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves, please. Go ahead, Jonathan. Donnie, you, you go, go first. first. Oh, oh all right, all right I'll go first. Oh, wait. Uh, <laughs> now we're all confused. Um, all right, I'll go first. Uh, hey, everybody, this is Jonathan Moody. How are you guys doing tonight? Yeah, this is Donnie know. Sturges. You guys know, like, they announced us at the beginning of every and uh, intro. So if you guys don't know us by now, what are you doing here? Just yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> well, there they may be. This might be their first show, but yeah. No, that's true. That's that's, that's why I was joking. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, this is new for me. My first time hosting, and and before we get started, um, I I pulled up some some notes. Um, I I did watch um Friday the Thirteenth from the nineteen eighty version. Uh, this weekend, I also watched the 2009 um, redo of it, and um, I remember the first Friday the 13th I saw was part two, so I think I remember being a little confused, but there's a guy <laughs> running around with a machete and a hockey mask killing people, so there wasn't too much to figure out. Right. Um, actually, actually, in part two, he had the uh, the, the bag on his head. Yeah, uh, did not they. have the the hockey mask until part three. That's okay, true. Well, that's how long ago I, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw part two like in the eighties, and I really haven't watched many of them. I, I don't think I've seen all twelve of them. But um, some of the interesting background information I found out, um, and I'd like to say some of the stuff I was reading said. Um, the slasher film started with Halloween, but I'd almost go back to Psycho, where you had someone slash somebody in the shower, then he slash, you know, uh, Martin Balsam on the steps, and then it turns out it's a crazy guy with a knife dressed in his mother's clothes. Well, and, um, it's, it's semantics, because you're right, Psycho uh, created a lot of the tropes that the slasher movies uh, have, have done. Um, but Psycho was really its own thing at the time, being an Alfred Hitchcock film and everything. The yeah. Halloween is what kind of brought it into the whole, hey, this is going to be a formula now. And then, of course, you know, everybody looked at it. It's, it's weird how, how it works out because it's like Halloween looked at Psycho and went, we could probably, you know, John Carpenter was like, we can take that. We can make it into something else. And then yeah. it kind of ran from there. So you, you, you are correct in a lot of ways. I might even go a bit further than that and say because sure. there was a movie before Halloween called Black Christmas. Um, That's it true. was the oh second, yeah. It was it was the um, 
the the first movie that Bob Clark did that was a ho- uh, Christmas movie, uh, and uh, yeah, Bob and Clark it was from the Christmas. It has story. the same. If if you look at Halloween, it has basically no, the right. same premise and 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 many aspects. What I think technically John Carpenter did was John Carpenter took the style of Psycho and made sure. and made uh you know, and made a Halloween based off of Black Christmas. Then Friday the 13th went, you know, a step further and said, well, let's sure. continue the Black Christmas Halloween. Let's do Friday the 13th and um, right. create a, another slasher kind of set all in and one you're location. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right, too, because um, if you, if you go online and look at it, there's a lot of articles and think pieces out there now, like on Huffington and everything, um, that'll actually support that. That allow that agree that Black Christmas really is kind of the initial. It isn't really Halloween. Like it's almost weird because it's like um, Halloween's attributed, but but Black Christmas is really the, the the first one. You know that really started to make the slasher film a thing. And you're right. And then Carpenter borrowed from all sorts of different sources. He borrowed from Westworld. He borrowed from uh, Psycho. He borrowed from Black Christmas, and that's how Halloween came about. Huh. But uh, another well, Halloween. One, one thing we're, we're talking about Friday the <laughs> Yeah, one of the, I was just doing that as a quick kind of like tying it all where the roads, oh, no. sure, roads of blood led to, and um, sure, and um, one of the neat things that you bring up Black Christmas that is so funny because Bob Clark is also the same guy who wrote a Christmas story. Mm-hmm. Yep. Same dude, and it's like, wow, that's kind of disturbing. But hey. and Porky's. Yeah, that's, oh <laughs> the man's all over the place. <laughs> wow, but um, I'm sad that his last movies were uh, his last movies were like uh, were sad like dog movies or something, you know, like that had sure. like like talking dog movies or whatever or you know things like that, like that just sure he ended on shitty family films that just. Or Super Babies. I think that he did the Super Babies movie. Oh, ah. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Oh, so, anyway. Um, yeah, let's, let's I think I might have to boot back, you off. Back on track. Up <laughs> but no, um, Super Babies. I got a friend who was actually saw Baby Geniuses in the theater, but we're getting way off the topic here. So. Yeah, way, way off. So let's get back to um, um, Jason Voorhees and then um, um, the the um, Halloween uh, linkages. And um, I was looking, and this book sounds kind of interesting. I saw it on Wikipedia. It was advertised. It's called Crystal Lake Memories, The Complete History yes. of Friday mm-hmm. the 13th by Peter Brack, with a forward by um, Friday the 13th developer Sean Cunningham. And I might actually check that out because you, there's... You should also check out the the um, uh, the DVD set as well. Uh, there's also a video documentary. I, I don't, it used to be on Netflix, or no, I think it was on Amazon. It was either on Amazon or Netflix um, for a while there. Mm-hmm. But um, it's basically the video version of the book. Um, it interviews mm-hmm. everybody. Um, if you get a chance, you should check that out as well because it is more, I think it expands more than the book does. It's very in-depth. You, you, you're easily going to think, I think, like, like 15 hours uh, into that. Wow. Um, it's really, really good, very in-depth. It covers every movie. Um, Interviews with almost everybody who was involved. Uh, a really great. It's probably one of my favorite documentaries on on a on a movie um, okay. because it's just so thorough. Uh, looks it, and one of the cool things. So we've got the stuff that inspired Friday the Thirteenth, and before we get into the 
um, actual movies themselves. There's sure. several spoofs that um, I recall. I remember my dad and I saw Saturday the 14th at the Griffiths Air Force Base Theater in upstate <laughs> New York. Um, we're supposed to see a Godzilla movie on that Saturday the 14th. And one of the, the lines of that is it gets bad on Friday the 13th, but worse on Saturday the 14th. Right. And had Richard Benjamin and Paula Prentice, um, which was more like a silly vampire movie. It's, it's a lot of fun, so check it out. And Summer School with Mark Harmon, and they had the um, slasher guy who was like uh, everything yep. he did was breeds with slasher films. And then, of course, Broken Lizards Club Dread, which at first I was a little disappointed with, but then it grew on me. So watching mm-hmm. Friday the 13th again and then watching that, I was like, wow, they, they do it. They were just a brilliant troop of dudes. And so with that, right. I wanted to ask um, y'all, our first question is, why do you think this genre has, you know, no pun intended, stuck around? Is it the score, yeah. the hockey, or the machete? Or in Kevin Bacon's case, it'll be Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, because I watched the movie, and lo and behold, Kevin Bacon is in it. So one more Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon linkage. And um, uh, Jonathan, why don't we go with you? Why do you think this is stuck around? Um, Why do you think it's so mm, such a popular uh, genre to keep recreating it and redoing it? Well, it's not. I mean, are you sort of talking about the genre, the slasher genre? Or are you talking about uh, Friday, Friday the Thirteenth, the Friday Thirteenth series? Um, the, yeah. The thing that I see because I'm a huge fan of Friday the Thirteenth, probably my favorite slasher genre, uh, like for flash, uh, slasher uh, franchise. Um. The thing that always I, I enjoyed was that Jason was more, to me, was more human than, like, Michael Myers. Uh, Michael Myers was, like, pure evil, and uh, and Freddy was just uh, was just a, a de- you know, a, a fucked-up person, you know, child-molesting, <laughs> you know, guy. You know, I mean, he has some character, and he has some charisma, but, but at least Jason, you kind of feel sorry for him. He was a kid who got drowned in a lake, and he... You know, he watched his mother get her head chopped off in the woods. Um, That's supposedly what happened is what made him go off and and cause all this trouble. So he doesn't like camp counselors. They they, not only have they uh, let him drown in a lake, but they also one of them chopped off his mom's head. So he, you know, he doesn't want his uh, his, you know, and it's a ghost story in a way. It's like. It's a ghost story because uh, he haunts that one location, really, you know, aside from when mm. he goes to Manhattan, which was fun and, and was probably my favorite of all the sequels, but, uh, and a lot of people hate that one, uh, or when he goes to space. But most of the time, he takes place in Camp Crystal Lake, in that, like, area, and he haunts that area. You know, that's his, that's his, that's his place, and people are coming and kind of disturbing it, you know. Much like many ghosts feel when their house is being, you know, taken over. So, I don't know. I think that is, you know, there's a lot to it with with him being a a child, man, a man child, and he's, uh, you know, he's got a personality to him. Uh, he each time um, he's never the same Jason. Generally played by somebody else. You know, um, Kane Hodder is the only person who's been able to play him three times, and um, you know, each time somebody gives a different performance and makes him a different 
you know, kind of he's changed. He's evolved in some way or another, you know, um, from mm-hmm. being this, you know, uh, I last thing I'll say is like he, from being this like child, uh, man child who's running around trying to kill everybody uh, who can't, if you watch part two and three, he gets knocked down a lot and he looks like a little kid when he gets knocked down. Um, and they brought a lot of that. Then later he evolves into this like beast, uh, especially the last, uh, the remake uh, played by Derek Mears. He is a beast. Like he won't, yeah. you know, he can't be stopped. Um, so that is, you know, each time he, he changes, he's not like Freddy Krueger who stays the same and only becomes like just more childish, you know, a little bit. Like he mm-hmm. makes these stupid jokes like I'll knife you later or whatever, you know, <laughs> he makes these stupid right. jokes. But Ethan doesn't need to. He can just go and kill. And generally he kills the people that annoy you. And that's what we like. Mm-hmm. We like to see that kind of stuff. So that's that's me. That's what I enjoy. I enjoy uh, a killer who's going to kill people, unlike Michael Myers, who kills the, the people we actually root for, like Jamie Lee Curtis. Most of the time, these people, Kevin Bacon included, were jerks and assholes who we just did not care about. So um, <laughs> Adrian King being the, you know, and, and the people, the final girl, usually being the one we actually like. And we want to see her right. win. So with that... I guess that's that's my answer. How about you, Donnie? Oh, sorry, I fell asleep. What? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, um, um, well, I, th- I think I've, my answer, I think, is in two parts because one, I, uh, I think, I think the question is basically like, why has it endured? And then I think the second part of that is because I think it, I don't think. As much as we love, we're from a different, we're from a different generation. We're from an older generation that loved slasher films. Slasher films aren't nearly as um, uh, lucrative and and popular now as they were back then. There's been several attempts to try to revitalize, especially Friday Thirteenth specifically. But even right now, uh, the Friday Thirteenth franchise is in limbo. the The most recent attempts uh, have all fallen through. There doesn't look like there's going to be a new one anytime soon. Um, so I think I, I think what we we have here is we have a series that in its heyday was hugely popular and endured, but right now it's lost some steam because I think a lot of your younger fans want something different out of out of their kind of horror, and you're getting stuff more like uh, Happy Death Day and stuff like that. Um, but I guess the first part of my answer is the reason why I think Friday Thirteenth has become such a huge uh, franchise hit that it was is a couple of reasons. One, um, again, like we said, um, Black Christmas. Uh, really set the stage. Uh, it came out at the right time with the right kind of people. And then Halloween kind of upped that ante a little bit. And then by the time it was Friday the 13th's turn, you know, because Friday the 13th was made on like a very low budget. Like it was like, God, it was, it was like $700,000 or something like that. It was really low budget. And then it ended up making millions. The first Friday the 13th was huge because it was cheap to make. Yeah, and again, like, like, like Jonathan said, you could create a bunch of characters that were just fodder. You rooted for the killer. Um, and so because of all that, I think that's what got it in the door. I think that's what, that's what made it a, a huge uh, hit there because you have, again, you have um, a, a, a popular, a, form, a formula that it was already tried and true on, on, on two uh, earlier attempts and then a low budget. And then basically just guy, you know, somebody running around in the first, you know, in the case of the first one, the mother, and then after that, Jason just running around hacking people. 
And people, people just started to really love that formula because it was simple. It was easy. You could go in, you know, check your brain at the door, eat some popcorn and just watch, you know, a bunch of people that you don't care about get hacked to death for about an hour and a half, go home, you know, just adrenaline rush and everything. Um, but the pro- yeah, the, the only problem with that is, is, you know, horror changes over time. Horror evolves. What people like out of horror changes over time. And by the time we got to the 90s, and we were already starting to, uh, by the time the 90s came around, we were already starting to uh, deconstruct and look at what makes horror horror with, with you know, with uh, movies like Scream and stuff. We were already starting to kind of pick it apart and make fun of it in a, way, in a lot of ways. So I think, you know, the 90s kind of started to kill Friday the 13th, as well as other slasher franchises. I mean, they've, they've, they've endured, because I mean, we, we, we still got a few more installments, you know, all the way up to Freddy vs. Jason, and then, and then the, the, the remake, which the remake, or, the, or I guess the reboot, uh, depending on your point of view, um, didn't do very well at the box office, which is why we didn't get another one, but I actually like it. I thought it was a really smart way to reinvent the franchise and come up with like some unique way it takes it on on some of the tropes that were in the Friday Thirteenth. But um, long story short, too late. Um, <laughs> I think it has endured for all the reasons that I mentioned. The fact that you know it was cheap to make, uh, people love to see the 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 you know innocent people get hacked to death and and, and wash, rinse, repeat. But I think nowadays, I think the only thing that keeps Friday the Thirteenth alive now are the older fans like us. That's why. Uh, I mean, you see, well, I take that back, too, because I, I, I play the Friday the 13th video game on the PS4, and there are a lot of children playing this game. I'm not even joking. Um, parents are letting their kids play it, so maybe the popularity, that might help reinvigorate itself. Um, but right. the, the problem is, is, on the Hollywood level, it's it's dead in the water right now because the younger fans just don't give a shit. They're, they're you know, it's really us, the older fans that are keeping it alive as, as now. So it's right now it's just kind of stagnating, which is unfortunate because I really would like to see a reinvention, you know, a tried and true like reinvention of the franchise and kind of give it new life. Um, and I yeah, think that's, I think good, that's where my answer ends. Yeah, that's a, it's a very good point. Um, it seems like now they're more into the, I mean, for the time, Friday the 13th was pretty gory, but now we're getting into, like, sure. the really disturbing gore and stuff, and it's sure. like, ooh, you know, I don't know about that, because you still had a, a lot of those early ones had a lot of mind games, and you didn't have a lot of, you had special effects, but it was more so the score and the mood and the cinematography and to really suck you in, and then the people, sure. you know, it's like, sometimes one of the f- best parts of these movies is when people are going somewhere, it's like, don't go in the room. Don't go in the room. Okay, yeah. she's going. <clears throat> Don't have. I think um, <laughs> the 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 things that goes to what Don, Donnie was saying was like also you know the the slasher been uh, uh, genre has kind of been uh, hacked to death. Um, you know, pun definitely yeah. intended. Yeah, um, and and you know, and mainly because. Um, you know, there's so many movies and there's so many different ones that it, they have to create inventive ways for people to kill people and Jason to do right. it. So that's why I like stuff like or Freddy versus Jason with the with the bed, you know, and killing the person with the right. like the retractable bed and, and stuff like that. That was pretty neat. Um, you know, and, and but you know, most of the time he just chops people's heads off or something and that's fun but like after a while you're like all right i've seen that like in a million movies give me something new and so right now they're probably just working on figuring out 
you know, basically how to make this, you know, how to how to bring Jason back in a way that right. I mean, they tried with they thought about doing a TV show, like an actual not the Friday yeah. 13th series that was an anthology, but they tried to do an actual TV show right. on the WB. And I guess it right. didn't test well on the CW. And uh, yeah, it never happened. And the, you know. What was that? Yeah, I was reading about that. It was going to be like Camp Crystal Lake, and it was going to be kind of like yep. a Smallville, where it was going to yep. be like the the people there. And, and I guess Jason would have been like a, a character who would show up every now and again. But it was going to be more about people growing up on Crystal Lake, and which which could possibly be interesting because that's how they're bringing back a lot of these things. Like these, these shows seem to be, they curse like Gotham and stuff. They, they don't really get into Batman, but it's the Batman universe. Even I though think, I think Batman. Yeah, I think the base motel was the big uh, inspiration that they were going for because they saw how good base motel was doing. And they're like, let's do this. But with Friday 13th, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it just, it just didn't, it didn't work out. It fell through, unfortunately. And um, and it's funny you bring up um, part two and then part three where it's like, okay, now we're getting into these movies where they're like part 15, not necessarily. But I thought it was wild because in the 80s, 3D was making a comeback and you had Jaws 3 and 3D and then you had Friday yep. the 15th 3 and 3D. So that was mm-hmm. a crazy that it was definitely getting on board with. And... Um, um, and what I was going to get into next was we talked a little bit about the remake, and I thought it was pretty wild because the remake um, had Nana Visitor from Deep Space Nine. Yep. Uh, she played Kira Norris, and I was like, holy cow, is that? And then thank God, looking at IMDb, I was like, holy cow, that's pretty cool. And then they had Jared Padalecki from Supernatural. And um, I, I really enjoyed that take on it. It was a, I could see mm-hmm. the inspiration from Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah, um, but I, I thought it was pretty good, um, and it was a, a good remake. So I don't know if y'all had any thoughts on that. You know, the comparatively, mm. do you think they did it justice? Um, which, which one? I'm I'm sorry. Uh, we we got a the, we got a question the, in the chat room, so I uh, okay, I will be doing that, that afterwards. Well, well, no, no. You go first. So I asked about your thoughts uh, were on the 2009 one compared to the others. Did it? I just I, thought cold, and I enjoyed it. I thought it was solid. I because that's the thing. I I've seen the 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 reboots of like uh, of like Nightmare on Elm Street. I couldn't. I hated it. Um, and I've seen the uh-huh. reboot of the Texas Chainsaw, and I thought the reboot of Texas Chainsaw was actually pretty good. Um, I thought it mm-hmm. added a little bit. Um, Friday Thirteenth is the same way. I watched that and I was like, they they kept all of the uh, integral beats, all of the all, all of the essentials that make Friday Thirteenth what it is. They kept all that good stuff and 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 honored it. I think, um, but then they added a bunch of new stuff, like little details, like you know how in the Friday Thirteenth movies, Jason always seems to be able to just teleport from one place. You know, like you, you you see him in front of you. And you're like, oh, and then you try to run away, and all of a sudden he's behind you, and he, you know, slaps a belt around your head and ties it up to a tree <laughs> and crushes right. your eyes. And you're like, where? How the hell did he get there? I love the fact that the reboot had, ex- and it didn't, it didn't go out of its way to like, to like bonk you over the head. Like, here's an explanation. 
but it had explanations for shit like that in the in, in the way that you know basically Jason had tunnels that ran all throughout under Crystal Lake, and that's how he was able to get around quickly. And so when you're running, you think he's behind you. Suddenly he pops up in front of you and like stabs you in the face with a machete. There's a reason behind it. But the thing is, is like I said, they didn't like go out of their way to like, hey, we've explained it. But it was subtle enough that you're like, oh man, that's cool. It's a neat little explanation. And I thought, I think totally, it was, it, it was, it, it fit in line. Um, I thought the uh, the cast that they got, were, they fit in perfect. Like, like the the just the with the with the dickhead guy that was basically a jerk to everybody, yeah. and you know, like at this, at, everybody like did a really great job uh, being the type of character that would fit in a Friday Thirteenth movie. And then you had Jared Padalecki, you know, fresh off of his uh, uh, popularity on Supernatural. Because funny story is. He came out with Friday the 13th that year, and then Jensen came out with My Bloody Valentine remake that same year. And I think they were both in the wow. same month. I think they were both in February. So both of them came <laughs> out with horror movies, horror movie reboots in February of that year. I think it was like, oh, I want to say it was like 2006, 2007, because it was not too long after uh, Supernatural started, uh, which is a, you know, a, just a weird little uh, footnote. But um, mm-hmm. but I think overall, I think the Friday Thirteenth movie. The reason why I think the reboot was good was because it honored everything that made the franchise so good, but it added its own flourishes and touches that kind of just it either improved mm-hmm. upon the formula or gave us something new and fresh to add to the formula that made it not seem so stale and not seem like the same retread. Hmm. Well, now we're five minutes till seven, so I just want to let folks know that we've got about 20 minutes left. You can catch the final 15 after the our 30-minute window. It'll it'll probably blank off on y'all, so just remember you can catch us on the final 15 by logging in and listening to our podcast recording um, for, the le- for the remainder of the show. And um, Jonathan, you have something, and then I wanted to go to the person who wrote the question on the feed. Oh yeah, all I all I have to say, I mean, it's going to be pretty short, but uh, all I want to say uh, for that is, yeah, I agree with pretty much everything Donnie said. Um, the, the the great thing about the reboot is that uh, the two guys who made it, uh, you could definitely tell they were in love with the with the series. They gave everything that they could into making it all work for you know to uh, you know they they basically took the first three. Um, you know, uh, Friday the 13th movies and combine them. I think even four, even have a little bit of four in there where, you know, and, and try to basically put uh, and make it all make sense while also telling an original story. And I think that that is amazing. Um, did not like Nightmare on Elm Street remake as well. I hated it, um, you know, uh, but I'm not a big Nightmare on Elm Street fan as much as I am Friday the 13th. So um, I probably would have still hated it even if I were a huge fan. Um, I just think it was a it was a bad attempt. But these guys uh, did also did Freddy vs. Jason, which I love to death too. So the writers of that did both. So okay, um, now on to my the question that we got or the the topic we got. Uh, Rob Lindsay, yes, is that a friend of yours, Donny? Oh, hey, Rob. Yeah, Rob is a good friend. Um, I I I met I met Rob kind of through John Johnson. Um, but kind of directly as well, because Rob, uh, we met Rob through Friday the 13th, the video game. Um, he, mm-hmm. uh, we started playing the game with him, and actually, I, I, I met him and blew him off repeatedly at Mysticon this year, and I apologize for that. I didn't mean to, um, but uh, Rob actually was at Mysticon to see us 
uh, to see Darkstone, and I kept blowing him off. I didn't mean to. Um, but Rob is a really cool guy. I played Friday 13th with him, numerous hours of Friday 13th video game with him. Uh, really cool guy, and I'm glad he wrote in. Uh, if you can hear us, uh, welcome. Yes, he can. Um, so I will say, he said the new game has given new life to the franchise. Do you think the success yep. of the game will lead to a new movie? Um, and he also says, uh, also, Donnie is awesome at the game. I mean, nice. this is all good, dude. Well, I, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know why he's trying to flatter me so much. I don't know what he's expecting me to get out of it. I can't offer him anything, uh, but we'll talk later, so I can offer you some stuff, Rob. So, shh. <laughs> um, that's a good question, though, and I think we've actually, him and I, have actually, we've actually touched upon that. Although, I think, I think yes, I think ultimately the game, because the game is huge, the game is popular, the game has actually won awards. Um, it is, I think, it had one of the awards for. Um, uh, like the top uh, selling game of 2017, I think, um, or something like that. Um, yeah, like I said earlier, there's a lot of kids playing, more kids than should be, I think. A lot of young kids, and I'm talking like seven, eight, nine, ten year old kids playing this damn game. And I think the game is definitely going to help um, with the popularity of Friday the 13th and, and, and even help possibly with the idea of, of getting the, 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 another movie out of stagnation and maybe getting something going. Um, I totally think that, that, that that'll help. I don't know how much it'll help, but I think it'll definitely help because that game alone has really inv- reinvigorated the franchise in the minds of a lot of people, families, and, and, and like fans and their kids. So that's my answer on that one. So the game, I, I, this is the first time I'm hearing about it, except for I think you posted a picture online of you about to play it. Okay, yes. I thought that was yes for a with a bottle of vodka. So, right mm. on. <laughs> so, this is, I got to ask this question. So, does everybody play Jason, or do people play survivors, or people running from? I mean, I'm like glad in, you asked that question. Minute, in a minute or less, uh, how does the gameplay work? And and is multiple it's, player? I assume like Call of Duty. Yeah, it's 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 online. It's it's online multiplayer. There's eight. There's there's seven people that play. Um, one place. One person gets to play as Jason. The other get to play as counselors. And it's random depending on what your settings are. So when what? a match starts up, when a match starts up, one of you gets picked to play as Jason. And there's different Jasons you can pick from depending on what you unlock. You can play as any of the Jasons from the franchise, uh, all the way up to part eight. Um, but, uh, yeah, basically, as a counselor, your job is to try to fix phones, try to fix cars, and try to escape Crystal Lake. Um, you have 20 minutes to survive. As Jason, your job is just to kill everybody. Um, you huh. get experience <laughs> points for doing different things. It's a lot of fun on both ends. As I love playing as a counselor because I love being in the horror movie setting. I love having my blood pumping. I love being the person trying to survive. And when Jason shows up, you hear the music playing, and it's just it's, – you, you freak out. You're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, shit, 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 shit. You know, and he's fucking they, – they make him powerful enough that it's hard to win as a counselor if you're playing as one. And so, you know, the deck is definitely stacked. And you get different perks you can play at with. You know, like you, there's a perk that you can put on your character. It makes you quieter so that he can't sense you. You know, and they give Jason a bunch of powers that allow him to do things that mimic what he does in the movies. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just – it's a lot of fun. Um, I, I've been playing – it came out last May. I think it was last May. Um, and I've been playing it pretty much – almost this entire, like constantly throughout the entire past year. So uh, it's one of my favorite games. I think it's amazing. And, and the nice thing is that the developers are a small de- developing company, uh, Gun, uh, Gun Media and Elphonic. 
uh, they keep adding stuff to the game. They're adding new Jasons all the time, new counselors, uh, other new things. Like this, there, it's, there's there's a lot to it, and it's a lot. I highly recommend if you have a PS4, even if you don't, if you have even if you have an Xbox One or even a PC version, I highly recommend getting this game and playing it because it's so much fun. Okay, well, cool. you bring up one thing I want to bring to our next piece of discussion was the iconic music um, to yes. Jason's. To that, and then in the, the 1980s one, it had a very Hitchcockian theme, and I just wanted to sure. see who's a good Halloween or horror movie. seem to have really good themes to keep them going. Well, right. to, uh, uh, Jonathan, you know, funny you I... Or Donnie, uh, you're to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Let Donnie, Donnie say something. Um. Well, I, I, want, I wanted to, and it's funny because there, it, this is actually on the video game. It's one of the tips on the video game. Um, I, just, uh, it is not chi 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 ha ha ha. It's actually ki 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 ma ma ma. And the reason being okay. is because, in, and I'm not, I'm not even kidding. It's, 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 it's it, the reason being is because in the first movie when it was Jason's mother, the ki 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 ma ma ma's were coming from the fact that it was basically his the because in, in her head. Jason was speaking to her, him, saying, "Kill them, mommy! Kill them, mommy!" And so the 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 noises that came out of that was supposed was like the beginning of "Kill" and the beginning of "Ma." So it's actually wow, that's awesome. That's it's that's actually what it's been through the entire franchise. It's not chi 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 ha ha, even though it sounds like it. It's actually because it's basically "Kill mom, kill for them, kill them for me, mommy," but a shortened version of it. Um, really interesting stuff, and in fact, I think the I think the Crystal Lake Memories actually uh, brings that up as well. Um, okay, all right, but cool. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, Donnie. Oh no, no, that's that's pretty much that's all I really wanted to say. Um, aside from the fact that I I, I actually bought off of La La Land Records, they actually have the Friday the Thirteenth Part Two and Part Three score available. And I actually bought them because it's a, it's basically you get both of them in a, in a box set. And I picked them up a couple months ago. And the music is amazing. I love the iconic music for the Friday the 13th series. Um, and most of it's pretty much been written by the same guy, um, whose name escapes me at the moment. I have to look it up. That's pretty much was all I want to say. Harry Manfredini. Harry yeah, Manfredini was the original. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Um. So uh, what I want to uh, make everyone know right now is that Camp Crystal Lake Memories is, uh, or Crystal Lake Memories, is on uh, Shudder. So it's available on Shudder. Um, you can also get Shudder on Amazon, you know, through Amazon as a add-on. Um, so you can get it there too. Um, but uh, I just saw it, like, I went to Amazon to see if it was there, and it is available don't know if it's on Netflix or not either, but I know it's on Shutter, which I have. You know, it's only like five dollars a month. Not bad. Not a bad gig for like a bunch of horror, you know, stuff. That if you're into that, you know, um, genre. <laughs> so uh, definitely, I would suggest renting or, or buying, uh, you know, getting Shutter and uh, checking out Crystal Lake Memories. It's got all seven hours of it or whatever it is. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Thanks. But, um, uh, I wanted to get into two more things. Um, uh, when I'm 
I actually got excited when Jason 10 came was coming out because like, oh, my God, Jason in space. This is going to be good. <laughs> and it was a little cheesy. But, man, when he turned into, the, like, this, the genetically enhanced Jason, that was disturbing. Cyber Jason. Space machete. And I was just like, that one was actually, I thought it was going to be quirky and funny, and I was actually disturbed at the end of it. And then Freddy yeah, and I, Space. They hyped that big time, and it actually delivered. I actually enjoyed it. So I wanted y'all's thoughts on those because those were a little different takes on on what they've done so far. I'll let you go, go first ahead, on Donnie. this one. I've been talking a lot. Okay, Donnie, go ahead. All right, all right. Um, well, as as for uh, you know, I guess uh, Jason X. I love Jason X. It was actually the first Jason movie I ever saw in the theater, uh, and I saw it like twice in the theater because I loved it so much. Nice. Um, it was one of, and it's still like it still holds up as one of one of my favorites. Like I know a lot of people bash it. I'm a huge fan of Chase. Uh, I'm the one. I'm a huge fan of the ones people don't like. Um, yeah. Of them, like I like uh, Jason Takes Manhattan, which everybody thinks is just too goofy. Um, and I'm a big fan of Jason X, which everybody thinks is too goofy. Um, but I enjoy both of those because they're just flat out fun. Um, uh, but after watching, I was listening to a podcast for how did this get made? And they did Jason X after listening to that, it's fucking hard for me to watch that movie because they point out so many problems with that movie that I never even thought about, you know, that I'm just like, Oh, this sucks now. Um, but, uh, maybe I'll just wait for a while before I watch it again and forget whatever, all the stuff that yeah. they're, <laughs> they're mentioning. Um, and then the other one you said was that Freddy versus Jason, or which one did yeah. you mention? Yeah. Freddy versus Freddy Jason. Freddy versus Jason. I had been waiting for since uh, I'd seen. Uh, I, I saw the end of um, uh, Jason Goes to Hell, where uh, Freddy's glove takes uh, takes Jason's mask underneath and and then laughs. Um, and actually, the funny thing about that, the person who was holding the glove. And taking the mask was uh, Kane Hodder himself, so <laughs> so it's mm. kind of funny. That's the only time right now you'll probably ever see, you know, you'd ever see uh, Jason or uh, Kane Hodder play uh, Freddy Krueger. Um, but yeah, so Kane that uh, what? Kane Hunter is who? I mean, I'm Kane Hodder is the uh, Kane Hodder is Jason from. Uh, uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, all the way to ten. Then he got okay, replaced okay, by Kane cool. Kersinger for Freddy vs. Jason, but it's it's that's usually fine because like he normally there's only there's only one you know there's there's never one Jason like they they you know each one they usually do a new person playing Jason so for him to mm-hmm. have three is is pretty pretty awesome. Um, but yeah, Freddy vs. Jason was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I thought it brought like a breath of fresh air into um, into both franchises and kind of kept the spirit and love of the uh, of the movie franchises alive. So mm-hmm. that's my answer. And we've got like five minutes left. So um, uh, Don, if you want to say something real quick about those, and then I had two questions I wanted to leave y'all with. Maybe you can just dive right into that. It's your your favorite Friday the Thirteenth, and then Battle Royale: Jason versus Michael versus Freddy. Who's your favorite, and who would win? 
All right, let me see if I can let me see if I can run through all these real quick. All right, Jason X loved it. Uh, like like Moody, first Friday I saw in the theater. Um, I love the concept. I love the idea that they were ballsy enough to go. Let's just fucking Jason in fucking space. They owned yeah. it. They didn't apologize for it. They're like, this is fucking Jason in space. We're just they're, they're, they didn't even like pull their punches. Like, okay, cool. Freddy versus Jason, something I've been hearing about since like the mid '80s when Fangoria was 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 hinting at the possibility because it's what everybody wanted forever. Me and my friends talked about it in high school for like ever. Love the movie. Um, think it could have been a little bit better, but I like what the final product was, uh, especially based after reading uh, some of the script uh, edits that that happened over the course of the the lifespan of the of the of the, of the production. Um, I really miss the the possibilities that could have happened with some of the earlier drafts and everything. But otherwise, I love it. It's great. Um, uh, let's see. Um, uh, what was the other questions? Shit. Uh, my well, uh, well, Freddy versus. Yeah, Freddy versus, Jason versus, Freddy versus Jason versus Michael Myers. Who's your favorite well, of those and, and who would win? And then do you think favorite, there'd be a movie with all three? What's that? Do you think a movie well, with all three would be totally awesome? It would. Well, the problem is is, is you run into the same problem that, you ran, that, that they actually ran into with, the, with Freddy versus Jason was trying to figure out a way to get the two of them together because one lives in the dream realm, one lives in the real world. I think they did a right. good job of it. Um, I think overall, but if you had a three of them fighting, uh, I think Freddie's going to win, I think, hands down, because the man, unless you – see, the problem with that is in order for Freddie to be Freddie, he needs to have access to the dream realm to be able to do his shit. But that makes him way too powerful in comparison to the other two. And so it's, it's really a hard way to – I think, like I said, I think Freddie versus Jason did, a, did an amazing job of trying to make that work. But if you just had mm-hmm. the three show down, like, in order to have them actually fight, Freddy would have to be depowered, and he'd have to be – and it's just – I don't know. It's a tough sell. My money is still on okay. Freddy, though, because he's clever and conniving, and even when he's depowered, he knows how to fuck with people. So I think Freddy would win hands down. Okay. Jonathan? Uh, yeah, I'd actually agree. I think Freddy would win, even though he's not one of my favorite characters. Uh, I like him more than I like Michael Myers. Um, <laughs> I, I think Michael is kind of boring um honestly i'm not i'm hoping that uh the new halloween kind of gets you know that they're doing with blumhouse is doing i'm hoping that it's much better than uh but i mean it's got you know jamie lee curtis back i think they're i think they're really trying to go back to the real roots of of what made michael fun and enjoyable but uh but most of all i just i'm not a huge fan of the series it's like one of my least favorite so i don't i don't think michael would win at all i think he would um, I think he's clumsy and I think he's just an idiot. Um, but you know, that's my, my personal thing. Uh, don't, I'll never tell Tyler Maine that though. Uh, the guy who played uh, <laughs> Michael Myers. Um, but, um, you know, so anyway, uh, yeah, I think, um, I, I, I think Freddie would win, but who would I want to win would be Jason. Cool. Cool. Well, we've got about two minutes left and that's a good segue into next week. But before we get into that, um, there was Friday the 13th, a series we didn't get to, but it's pretty cool. You ought to check it out um, and check out all 12 of the movies. I'm going to check out a few. I've always wanted to see Jason Goes to Manhattan. And um, when are we um, final thoughts? So next week we've got Donnie hosting on Nightmare on Elm Street, correct? Hell yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's, hell my, yeah. that's my slasher franchise. That's my That's my guy. That's the one I grew up with. 
Cool. Well, um, uh, I'd like to to um, thank y'all for letting me host tonight. And um, oh, not a problem, man. It was great. Uh, yeah, okay. definitely. Really that was a great show. My Alexa's going crazy right now. It doesn't have the maniacal <laughs> crazy laugh that I've heard has been going on, but she just started spreading off something. But she is oh, talking to you right now. Anyways, chatterbox. <laughs> anyways, but yeah, thank you all. It's been great, and I look forward to seeing you all soon. And you can find us on Hollywood Boulevard um, podcast. Send us a note, and we'll see you next week. All right, bye guys. Have a good night, everybody. See you next week. Good night. Bye. <laughs>